again, like now it's a buddy cop show. I do. Yeah. But we, <laughs> yes. We yeah, God. I mean, I'm just picturing these writers sitting around with empty containers of Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> it's the blacklist, but it's the God list. Take out. Okay. We're going to scamper it. The black is the protagonist and the God <laughs> is just a list. Good. <laughs> well we have done, a show. Sir. Well done. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because no credit card call centers wanted me. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. You know who's a good social media guy? Who's that? Who's that? MySpace Tom. <laughs> remember, remember MySpace Tom? He was friends with everybody, never cyber-stalked you or... Involved you in non-consensual games of life and death. Good guy. <laughs> How fresh of you. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? 900 miles, Noah. What are you talking about? This is a podcast. We are sitting in the same room, not facing <laughs> microphones. That's how podcasts work. All right. So tell us, Heath. We've already thrown out some hints, but make it official. What will we be breaking down today? We watched God Friended Me, <laughs> episode one, The Pilot. It's the story of an atheist podcaster who gets friended on Facebook by God. And it's like they were talking directly to me. Like, like God wants me to stop being an evil blasphemer for a living and change my ways. Now, I mean, if only I didn't have 5,000 friends already that I just filled up with dummy accounts. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, super duper Christian if I could. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Dang. And Eli, how bad was this pilot? Well, if you love me, myself, and I, Wisdom of the Crowd, Living Biblically, Scorpion, and Kevin Can Wait, but all of those shows were just too high quality, you will love this movie. Those are canceled CBS shows. Yes. Interns. Yeah. What's interns funny is you... being forced to listen to this show, those are canceled shows. Well, it, what's funny is you could have put together just as long of a list of TV shows with the exact same plot as this one that have been canceled <laughs> in the last four years, right? Anyway, okay. So, look, I get that TV writers and computers have a complicated relationship, right? Like, this goes all the way back to the 80s, the 70s, whatever, at least as long as I've been watching TV. I, I remember watching a show at one point where two super hackers were hacking so hard that they were both typing on the same keyboard at the same time. <laughs> no, I have spacebar. I have spacebar. But but I feel like this show reaches new levels of not knowing how anything works. So before we get to the best worsts, what do you guys think that this show got the wrongest? Oh, this is so hard. Oh, to it's, it's so hard. <laughs> Podcasting, microphones. Yes, you know they've used microphones. <laughs> the physics of noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rent. Okay, I'm going to go with an easy one. How safe it is to be a black guy and break into a house in New Jersey. <laughs> 
Yeah, that just happens in passing. Uh, Heath? Uh, I'm going to go with the Minority Report Suicide Supercomputer <laughs> yeah. that mm-hmm. they have. That's all I'm going to say about that. There will be a machine learning uh, suicide-themed supercomputer in this TV show. Or will there? <laughs> or is there? Honestly, There's- it's the other option they're going to offer us up is that God exists. So of the two, one is certainly more likely. And it's still better than deception. So again, you got to weigh these things. <laughs> or Kevin can wait. <laughs> All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, besides all the things we already mentioned, uh, best worst understanding of New York City. Um, <laughs> just, just one quick example. This atheist podcaster lives in Manhattan mm-hmm. in an apartment the size of Manhattan. It's <laughs> absurd. He makes he makes 30 grand a year max on his day job and clearly nothing on his podcast. But he's like showing up at Monica and Rachel's place to buy their building. He's <laughs> Jared Kushner at Trump Plaza. Yes. Refusing to rent to himself because he's black. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, he had a hell of a view out of that $17,000 a month apartment. He has Jesus. All right. I was going to go with best worst questions. Okay. So, like, four or five different times in this TV show, somebody will pose the atheist character a question. And. <laughs> And then they'll get there'll be a commercial break. Commercial. Oh, he was about to answer that <sighs> question. But oh. no, not, there's not enough room in the script. And here's the thing, because any of those questions are the kind of things that like one guy who had thumbed through the God delusion once could just destroy in a heartbeat. But because they're trying to sell this show to 90 year olds that still watch network television, they can't allow him to answer any of them. Right. No, just like <laughs> Eli jumps in. Dil-a-do, dil-a-do, no <laughs> right. Oh, uh, and on that note, I have to go with best worst. I know this is a big one. Atheism origin story. <laughs> listen, intern who's being forced to listen to this podcast, we have watched 162 Christian movies. So we have seen a lot of atheism stories, but a double bluff? <laughs> yes. You guys, yes. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, <laughs> hey, they pull a real switcheroo on the atheism <laughs> origin story it's, here. It's quite amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a mysterious friend request to take care of. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the poorly contrived bullshit that is God Friended Me, episode one. And I mean, contrived bullshit for a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> also, is it episode one if it's also the series finale? <laughs> I mean, I just don't wanna, no, they already filmed confused. the second one. There will be a second one. <laughs> it's a pilinale. hi i'm eli bosnick i'm no illusions and i'm tay diggs you are not tay diggs heath i'm tay diggs fine i'm heath i'm heath and this is a very special message for the folks over at godfriend of me look whether you're an intern who's being forced to listen to this show because you're running metrics on your pilot and our episode is going to get more attention than your show did or a cast member who took this show because you needed work and like, eh, the main character's an atheist. It's not that bad. 
we want you to know that we forgive you. We do. We forgive you. You didn't write this show. And when you got the script, you were too busy calling your mom to let her know that you were starring in a pilot to think about what if this show were about a Jew who gets friended by Jesus on Facebook. Right. Or a Christian who gets a friend request from Allah. After all, atheists are just old British guys. And you're an atheist. Kinda. Right. So again, we want you to know that we forgive you. Because you didn't know the whole Pennsylvania thing was going to happen right before your premiere. Bad timing on your premiere. That's rough. And you know, you're not like Mike Pence Christian. You're a good type of Christian. Yeah. yeah. Have you read the Bible? We, we did. It's, it's a bad book. A lot of slavery in there. But clearly you haven't. No, you didn't. So we forgive you. Especially Brandon Michael Hall. Wait, what? I want to kiss his face. Okay, now you've made it weird. I love you, Brandon. Me too. I love you more, Brandon. No, Brandon, choose. Choose right now. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off on a shot of New York City, so I'm already telling this show to go fuck itself. Look, your show can have God in it. Or it can have New York City in it. You can't have both, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, we banned him. <laughs> yeah, New exactly. York City. You remember? Remember when Eli had dreams recently? No. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to meet our atheist podcaster, and here's how quickly they get it wrong. He has an in-studio guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has an in-studio guest. $600,000 microphones, and they are facing the opposite directions from them. Well, right, right. No, he's talking sometimes nearish to his microphone. <laughs> and he's got his little he's got his little diatribe, right? He opens off in, a, in his little monologue where instead of saying there is no God, he says there is no proof of God because that's as close as they're willing to come in this show. <laughs> and you already know they lost nine out of 10 of the listeners they were courting for this show when they aired that. Like it was just us left over after that moment. Yeah, <laughs> And where's he going from from there? Just like there's no proof of God anywhere in the universe. Okay, time for a new podcast. Who, <laughs> who likes the West Wing? What about? <laughs> and of course, he's he's interviewing a rabbi, right? So he says, "There's no proof of God," and she says, "Nah, there's proof of God right here in this book that's demonstrably false." End of scene. Yeah, well, it's not just any rabbi. It's his cool, hip, lady rabbi friend who he went to NYU with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, went to NYU. He's an atheist podcaster. It's eerie. Like, like it's Eli, but black and happy. And yeah, <laughs> not shitting right now. It's like semi-bizarro Eli. Like, every other fact is like Eli, then not Eli, then Eli, then not Eli. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird Wishmaster yeah. situation. It's like, you want to be a really, really good-looking black guy? And I was like, yes, please, but <laughs> your podcast isn't doing as well. Right. I'm already hitting the okay, button. Okay, but your dad's alive. They actually say that, too. Yeah, it's right, hard. right. Mm. Oh, yeah, if he right. shits Click. on a plate on his first try, I'm Christian at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, intern, you got to listen to the whole show, but that yes. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so they've got 
Oh, yeah. Instead of ending the scene here, rather than answering the ridiculous there, she literally says there's proof of God in the Torah. So rather than answering that, he starts talking about his daddy issues right away. Right. His dad (laughs) is a pastor and he's an atheist. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It is the best. He's like, "Uh, well, (laughs) I could answer that. But instead, how about a little exposition? Yeah. Well, and I mean, the closest he comes to answering is he's like, okay, but like if I came to you today and said I was just over here talking to a burning bush, you'd think I was insane. And she's like, no, I wouldn't. Like, okay, but you'd be wrong, though. He wouldn't (laughs) be insane, though. Like a psychologist would say he was insane at that point. (laughs) She does say no. It's amazing. And then you see both actors freeze. She goes, no. And he's like, uh. Is that the line? (laughs) They're both pulling out a script, looking at it under the table. Are you sure that's her line? That's not (laughs) what it says. That's stupid even if you believe in God. Just show up and command stuff. Why are you being all fucking cryptic with burning bushes? (laughs) You're God. And of all the things you could appear as, your avatar is a burning bush? God damn it, that's lame for an omnipotent person. Quick question. Do they like fire, humans? Does that, does that comfort them? Because I want to appear in a very, like, communicable manner. Do they yeah. like bushes? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, this scene has to end with her going... What happened to you, Miles? Because, you know, our atheist character couldn't just be good at logic or anything, could he? No. <laughs> uh, by the way, something did happen to Miles. Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. Cancer well, mom. Yeah. Cancer mom. Yeah, yeah right. Mom. No, he, he fucking, he, he looks <laughs> off and he's like, mm, we're not going to reveal that until the end of the episode. But yes, there is some trauma in my life that caused me to believe that burning bushes can't fucking talk. <laughs> All right. So then we leave from there and, and then we get like our, our next hint of how little they know about how podcasting works because we cut to him on the phone, leaving a message for, with that guy from Sirius XM. <laughs> he wants to get hit the big time and be on Sirius XM. Yeah. He's, Pitching to Sirius because Betamax won't return his calls, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Sirius. Uh, I have an atheist podcast. Please put Howard Stern on the line right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they hung up. Okay. Hello, TGI Fridays. I have an atheist podcast. (laughs) That's what's happening. Well, and just then, God sends him a friend request because he and he's got his phone set to where. Every time he gets a friend request, he gets an in real time alert. So right. guy doesn't have a fucking atheist podcast. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to click on it. And it's just like God taking selfies in yoga pants with like broken English on the page. Like, what the fuck? All right. oh. Instantly gets a message. Hey, no, you're a spam. No, well, I got I to gotta stop friending the people who are friends with Heath. He just if it's well, a girl who says yes, I'm going to decline. <laughs> Well, I say yes and, to everybody. Yeah, no, that's why there's so much porn on your on your uh, page all the time. Um, <laughs> that's and, why, and, exactly why. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, is like getting a friend request from somebody calling themselves God would be the least weird thing that happened to me. I have like at least a dozen gag God profiles that have sent me friend requests, right? This would be so unexceptional. Anyway. I got an angry follow-up email the other day because I didn't respond to someone's email recommending that we all watch Cake Farts. 
Let me clarify. Someone <laughs> sent us an email saying you should watch Cake Farts. I did not respond. And then they sent me a second email being like, hey, man, I fucking took the time to recommend <laughs> Cake Farts to you. And you can't take five minutes to say thank you. Fuck okay. you. Question. Uh, is it a cake farting or is somebody eat, eating a cake? And then if what, what's happening? I now? had to watch it to find out. You have to watch it to find out. <laughs> I'm checking it right now. Okay. <laughs> All right, so then we get him at the start. And, and what's, it amazes me how desperate this show is to be, like, of its time. But it gets everything wrong. But so, of course, now he's at a Starbucks, right? He's at a, he's at a coffee shop. Because isn't that where millennials go? Coffee shops? Anyway, so he's talking to the guy, the barista there. And he's like, the, the barista's like, uh, hey, man, I listened to your podcast. Like, no, no, he didn't. They no, you did didn't. not. You did not. <laughs> nope. And then the guy goes like, so are you making money off of this? And he goes like, yeah, sure I am. And this was so fucking weird because it, for the first time in my life, it allowed me to think to myself, man, there's at least a fictional character that wishes he was me. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Again, it's bizarro, Eli. It goes back and forth. Yeah, and back and forth. right. It's yeah, weird. exactly. You make money doing that? Well, uh, mostly memory foam rectangles. Mostly. <laughs> What I make. Uh, how's your dick doing, by the way? I cannot pay for this latte in cash, but I do have this offer code for dick pills. I will give it to you. Well, and then that's the other thing, too. He's like, because he's like, yeah, that advertising money is really rolling in. I'm like, but, you know, because like, look, we know a lot of podcasters that make their living podcasting. I don't know a single fucking one that does it through advertising, right? <laughs> just, and I'm just saying, like, why don't you read one fucking thing about podcasting before you put it at the center of your goddamn show? One fucking thing. A 16-second read on a blog would tell you that's not where... You, anyway, yeah. Well, yeah. Here's, here's the amazing part, right? Whoever wrote this show probably Googled Atheist Podcast which means that at some point they hovered a finger over our show and we're like, they seem mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, in case you guys are listening now, that's not how it goes, right? When you meet someone as a podcaster, this is not at all how the interaction goes. Yeah, you know what? I think they need a lesson on how podcasts actually interact with people. So it's on the radio? Uh, kind of. Kind of. People download it from, from iTunes. iTunes.com? No. No, like, you know, like Apple Music? I have a Samsung phone. Nope. My grandson. Nope. You, you, can't, you, you, can just, you can just Google it. Google Play? Put it on the Google Play? You know what? It's, it's on the radio. Ooh, I like the radio. Oh, cool. I love cereal. Is your podcast like cereal? Uh, no, it's a it's a comedy show, actually. Oh, awesome, awesome! What's it about? It's uh, it's a movie review show. Oh, cool! Uh, what kind of movies? Bad movies. That uh, that sounds great. I'll uh, I'll tell everybody at my church about it. What's it called? What's the name of the podcast? Your church. Yeah. It is called. How did this get made? And you make money doing this. Yeah, uh, it's actually... It's okay, it's okay nope. here. Um, this is $5. You, you just handed me 
$5. I know. I know you're a good kid. Thank you. Don't spend it on drugs. I'm going to spend it on drugs. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's actually... It's actually exactly. Oh, I should not have watched Cake Farts. Uh, <laughs> he watched it while <laughs> while we were doodly doing. <sighs> All right. So then we cut to him at his real job because he can't really make a living as an atheist podcaster. I mean, can't you imagine? That's silly. Um. Anyway, he works at a credit card call center. And we get this scene basically so that his buddy in the next cubicle can say, hi, I'm the friend in this show. Oh, man. And uh. look. He's doing his best to wacky best friend it up with this script, but he's not been given comedy lines. Nope. Even though he is the comedy sidekick. So he's like, hey, man, what are you up to? <laughs> yeah. Joke. Joke. In, that was the a joke. The entire content of this character is that he's an Indian stereotype friend. That's <laughs> yep. all that's happening. It was like, hey, Indian friend. Uh, stereotype lighting round. Ten seconds. Go. And he's just like, uh, I work in IT. I'm a hacker. Uh, my mom looks like it. Um, I'm the problem with Apu. Yeah, what's amazing I'm is obviously this Indian actor was like given this script and was like, okay, they obviously want me to be like this weird, horrible stereotype. I'm not going to do that. So you know the Christian writer walked over to him three times during filming and he was like, oh man, do you like The Simpsons? Because <laughs> I had a thought. Uh, Just a quick note. What do you think of Apu? What do you do think you? of Hari Kondabolu? Yeah, you <laughs> Hank Azaria. You like Hank Azaria? Perfect. What? Oh, Perfect. okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And what we learned from him is that his mom keeps trying to set him up on dates and he would prefer to use a dating website like the millennials do. I am on the Tinder, fellow children. <laughs> so, um, him and Brett Kavanaugh, the last two on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> and just then, Miles, that's the atheist podcaster character, gets an email from Eric with serious exam. He's about to hit the medium time. Uh, he's about to give a <laughs> presentation. Like a slideshow, we will learn. Yeah, he's going to put together a PowerPoint about his podcast to show to Sirius. To get signed uh, to be on the telegraphs. <laughs> Maybe radio's not the best bet. Yeah. No, you know, it's you know, some people that might think that that's antiquated, guys. All right. So now we cut. We are desperately inserting characters at the beginning of this, right? So now we cut to him at a bar where his little sister works, celebrating the good news with already empty beers. Well, kind of magically empty. They, She hands him a full beer. They cheers, and it's empty. So he can drink it empty in the very next cup. <laughs> yeah, right. God stole his beer is what happens. Yeah. The opening line here is, congrats on the podcast, big bro. And I have an amazing moment of context here because my family was visiting while I was watching this and my sister was sitting on the couch next to me as I watched this furiously taking notes and with no sense of irony at all said, why would she say that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's one of those unique sentences that they use for passwords for nuclear codes. huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and okay, and so in coming off the heels of 
congratulations on the podcast, big bro, is you should go see Pastor Dad and be a Christian now. Well, and that's pretty realistic, right? You know, no. <laughs> I have enough family that's just like, oh, we think that's so amazing. But like, how is your fast for Yom Kippur? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, that's the whole, did you forget? We just cheers and then my beer <laughs> vanished. It was like a second ago. And we learned that him and his dad don't talk. Right. Right. Because of the atheism. Because usually it's the atheist that burns that bridge. Right. <laughs> The atheist <laughs> child is usually the one that refuses to speak to the religious parent. Yeah. Wanted a cutaway where he's just like, get that Bible out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the sister like ends the scene by going, what's it going to take to bring you together? And I'm like, at least he didn't say a miracle at that point. And not because that would be too cheesy, but because the writers weren't good enough to think about it. If they'd thought of that cheesy ass line, they'd have used it. I was just going to say, intern, don't <laughs> write that down. Intern. <laughs> intern. Writing it. I know you already stopped listening, but don't write that down. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. So he's walking out of the bar. And God sends him another friend request because you know how like when you decline a friend request on Facebook, they allow that person to keep sending it to you every 30 seconds. It's like that. <laughs> Jesus, they actually in this universe, <laughs> Facebook is worse than Facebook uh, <laughs> in a bunch of ways. <laughs> yeah. I wanted God to start hacking his account, just like putting up Christian episodes of the podcast. On his page, oh. Yeah, we get awful close to that. Oh, and we should point out, so God's profile is a cloud, and just then, he sees in the sky a cloud. A cloud! Amazing. It, it's, and the cloud in the sky looks like the cloud on the profile, which is, you know, cloud-shaped. <laughs> yep. But then, the cloud slightly moves, so he's still atheist. He was close yeah, there for a second. Yeah, right. Cat Kerr was fucking with Millibars or whatever. <laughs> also, that was far too subtle. So now we, you know, <laughs> get a literal burning bush. Yep. <laughs> yep. If he looked back at his phone and God's icon was a woman with a bush on fire, I'm Christian right away. Like, that would have been, <laughs> that been clever, but no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, and, and he sees the burning bush and he's like, ah, oh, no, that must be a coincidence, but you know what? Just to be on the safe side, since most of us atheists are really just hedging our bets, uh, he accepts God's friend requests, right? Okay, but sorry, quick touch on this burning bush. They explain it because the owner of the store nearby comes out and he's like, you kids, I'm sorry, was a childhood prank lighting his storefront on fire? <laughs> I want to follow around those fucking kids. They're like yeah, the precursors right. to the goddamn warriors over there. <laughs> you guys didn't light stuff on fire? I lit, I lit a lot of shit on fire. Okay. Um, okay, so he accepts God's friend request. And then one second later, God suggests a friend for him. John Dove. John Dove. Really? Writer's room. Really? Yep. You guys all sat around and someone was like, John Dove. <laughs> did, you, did you say John Dove? Dove. Yep. Dove. Dove. I no, would like, like peace. God I would like stuff. to be done writing now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just then that guy, John Dove, comes running by him. He's chasing his girlfriend and they're obviously having a fight. She's breaking up with him. Right. 
Yeah, and he he runs into him and recognizes him. And I wrote in my notes, least realistic part of the show, caring about running into someone in New York City. <laughs> or or how about guy looking exactly like his profile picture on Facebook, <laughs> right? Well, he he just took it during their fight. He was like, look, I know we are breaking up right now, but this lighting is perfect. Selfie profile <laughs> picture assigned. Go ahead. I look like I don't K-Diggs you- a little bit. I do. Whatever. <laughs> you guys are assholes. All right, so Miles follows. The, the, so the John Dove runs down into the subway, and Ma- Miles follows him. He's like, "Wait, this is too crazy of a coincidence. This is probably a TV show or something." I would follow him into the subway now, right? So he walks into a crowded subway station in New York and starts yelling a dude's name. Most realistic part of this is that no one pays him any attention at all. Yeah, right? but it, <laughs> it's not realistic that a New Yorker would try to stop someone from killing themselves. I mean, that's just silly. Well, whoa, oh, hold on now. If I was in a subway and somebody was about to kill my the, kill themselves by jumping in front of a train, I would stop them if it was a train going my way. Right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you you save that life because <laughs> you are not going to wait for them to muck him up with a bucket yeah. and a mop <laughs> no, or takes one forever. of those power hoses. Yeah, but that's what happens. He saves John Dove, who's about to like dive onto the tracks and. Miles grabs him, and I did like I wanted a bunch of the New Yorkers to start yelling at John Dove, just be like, "Fuck you, man! Are you serious? There's there's plenty can- of ways to die without fucking up our commute. Jesus Christ! Right? Are you crazy? You're in this a is an entry. city full of tall buildings. <laughs> These are all good suicide buildings here. Have you seen the GW? Do you know what the GW is for? Buy some bleach. What are you? Come on! I'm yeah. ta- I'm taking you to a bodega and buying Lick some bleach. Lick any surface in this area right now. <laughs> Gone. Right away. That homeless guy will kill you. Just make eye contact for three yeah. seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, but but John Dove is is surprised. Right. He go. He uh, Miles pulls him back. He's like, "Hey, man, don't jump in front of the train." And he goes, "Wow, you saved my life." And it's like, "Yeah, but you're still." You're still suicidal, right? So you didn't really, nope. you delayed his death, right? <laughs> nope. he is. Uh, so here's the problem. This scene is supposed to be a, like, you saved my life. I do want to live, but it's sloppily written because they couldn't hash it out all the way. So it's just like, hey, saved my life. Thank you. No, I'm actually good. Thank you. Nope. I'm going to get on the train. Nope. No more I'm suicide good, yeah. for me. <laughs> Bye. Right? Now I need to uh, get on this train suddenly. I have places to be. <laughs> I wanted another train to pop up on the other side. He's just like, ah, fuck it. Sorry. And dies <laughs> under that. Oh, <laughs> another comes. Another guy comes by and pushes him in front of the train. Sorry. I had to even it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're like my Mr. Glass. This is cool. I got friended by Satan. You see, so <laughs> did you get a, a Facebook cool request from the devil? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. And, and, and then this, that's the open, by the way. From there, we get the title, right? Go straight from there to God friended me. And I'm like, okay, over under four episodes. What do you guys think? Oh, under. Definitely under. Four. Okay. Ep- I, they couldn't, if they got four episodes, they, what would they do? They're not going to write four episodes of this show. They failed to write one episode. <laughs> <laughs> they are very clearly entirely out of ideas at the end of this episode. Well, Although, at the end I'm, of this uh, scene. This or is before CBS, the end of this scene. though. This is CBS. Yeah. This is network television. They are running out of stuff. I could see this. I'm, I'm going over. I'm going to go over. Are you going to take the over? Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Okay. So he after the uh, the title drop, he, he goes back home and he's going to check out John Dove on Facebook. Right. 
to right. see if he can like figure out what's going on with this whole God hoax. Because he thinks that it's a hoax that includes a suicide attempt. Yes, right, yeah. right, exactly. He thinks it's a hoax where they're so committed to the hoax that the guy was going to kill himself if the hoax went wrong. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> but while he's doing that, he gets another friend request uh, or friend suggestion from God. Uh, God suggests that he friends Kara Bloom, the love interest for this show. Oh, yes, Kara Bloom. And when he sees her, he just goes, who is Kara Bloom? And I wrote in my notes, Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so now we cut to Kara Bloom. And if you thought they didn't know how podcasting works, wait till you see their impression of blogging. Oh, or <laughs> internet news? Who knows? Because she's, all we know is her boss walks in and is like, Kara, you used to be the top trending story every week. But as you can see from this electronic board, <laughs> that I keep here in this front office. You are not. <laughs> yes. I am got... mad at you. <laughs> Go viral. Yeah, right. <laughs> she says, I, I, you haven't written an article in six weeks. And I'm like, well, then what's her fucking job? Yes. It's amazing. What has she done for six? Has she received pay? Does she just come into the office and stare at her palms? Just like the bartender doing the same thing. Like, I know it's been like a few weeks, but I'm just not feeling it. I'll get to drinks eventually. Just bear with me. Just going to, you know what? Time. I'm just going to take these mats up and put them back down again. That is going <laughs> to, that's going to put some fuel in the engine. Let me tell you. Also, yeah. She, like, tries to distract her boss. She's like, hey, you know, Ernest Hemingway took 10 years to write his second novel. Yeah. <laughs> and the boss is like, did it? And there's, like, this long pause where the boss is, like, thinking it through. <laughs> like, yeah. he's very, very easily distracted. Just like, I don't know, shoot a laser pen at the wall and leave this point. <laughs> You're fine. The boss is going to be jumping around like an idiot. Get one of those ones for cats where it just goes in a random pattern. Exactly. Yes. Okay, I'm going to take a long lunch. I'll get it. Or not. It doesn't move. She's just like, paw, paw, same spot, still same spot. Like, this How is a is very, it? very easy to distract person. So, yeah, so the boss says, hey, you better do at least the barest, minimalist semblance of your job or you're fired. And we're supposed to be like, oh, that bitch really riding her ass to write any single thing in six weeks. To do her job this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, Miles is back at work and he's trying to get his friend, his Indian friend, to hack Facebook once and for all and so that he can answer the question of just who is this God person anyway. Do they think that Facebook issues you a website with varying levels of security ah. and that website has your ISP address. They absolutely think that. Which is actually like your social security your number. Address, yeah. What is <laughs> everything in this conversation is not how it works. It's like walking into a Birchers and being like, hey, I'm here for one of those very big knives you sell. <laughs> <laughs> Although he is acting a lot like somebody I know kind of familiar. He's like, okay, well, I believe there's no God and therefore everything in life can be explained. 
And therefore, I need you to help me with this hacking thing because I must know the details of every internet troll that I ever interact with. That has to happen. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, all right, well, Eli, just right now, just look behind you right now. I'm just curious. Is there any? No? There are there are two writers taking notes. The, okay, I figured there was <laughs> They said they are not from God Friend and Me. They're from, what was the show? It's friend. <laughs> It's friended God me. Okay. Oh, Good luck. Okay. Yeah. No. We'll talk to Andrew. We'll talk to yeah. like cause they're stealing your life story, but making you you know black and likable. It's kind of mean. Yeah, yeah I appreciate well, it. I don't know about likable. We'll that get guy there, can do a but, uh, Yeah, no, that's actually what I had in my notes. Is uh, he can't let go of somebody fucking with him on the internet? This atheist podcaster. Okay, broken clock twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but he realizes that his only real lead is to go stalk Kara Bloom because the ladies love it when you stalk them at, at their gyms. Yeah, I wrote, there's only one solution, stalk a woman. And I wrote, oh, okay, now that's an atheist podcaster. There oh, we go. God. <laughs> also, by the way, they seem to think that when someone suggests a friend to you, then you can also like know where they are, right? Like you can tell where they've checked in because they've been suggested. Tracking chip on your ISP address. <laughs> I, again, it's unclear how they think it works. <laughs> yeah, and Rakesh, the hacker kid, is like understandably confused. He's like, what are you going to fucking do? Just like run up to a woman who's never met you and be like, Facebook, I saw you on the internet. Facebook. <laughs> Does not... Does not work very well. I can tell no. you. can verify. Puts you in a pretty deep hole. Puts you in a pretty deep hole. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to good to know. All right. So he goes to the... Uh, by the way, I, I want to ask at this point, what is the fucking genre of this show? Like, if you had to guess right now. It's, uh, it's like... Television? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> is it television? Pictures for grandma to fall asleep to. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Because I, I thought it was going to be a comedy, but there literally hasn't even been a possible place to laugh, right? Well, to this point. Maybe it's film noir because the writers also <laughs> think it's just like The Game by David Fincher. Well, that's they're true. Quite they certain. do, they, they do they, mention that. They wrote that in that they're like, oh, this script reality is just like The Game. It's very it's, interesting it's what's very, happening here. Very much like a well-written movie. I was like, oh, that's that's confusing TV show. So what's going to, so like Miles is about to uh, shoot John Dove and then dive into a train himself, but it's going to be a fake inflatable oh, train. train. <laughs> like, I saw that movie. It's not. All right. Now you've spoiled the game for everyone. Great. <laughs> now I can't read that Neil Strauss book either because I know it's based on it. All right. So so now he goes to the gym and he catches Kara Bloom just as she's leaving. <laughs> he does just run up to her and yell, Facebook. Yes. He, he says, are you God? And then he's like, oh, well, not not the real God. There is no God. I'm I'm nailing this. Uh, <laughs> you want to get out of here or <laughs> I will pull your fingernails out at the roots. Oh, are I you? Le I leaned Facebook. in. You didn't lean back in. OK. OK. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this is a very much a cross between Black Eli and Black Heath, this character. <laughs> yeah. So and then okay, so he runs up on a random lady in New York City and says, I know you from the internet. Hello and today. You're a lady. <laughs> God is dead. Heath. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. 
It's my name. It's my name. I didn't say it's my name. He said my name. Oh. <laughs> Wild card. What is your second name? Stop. Stupid. You, yeah. say, you say my name. <laughs> just to make this creepier, he ends this with a threat, right? Because he thinks she's in on this great suicide hoax um, that they're pulling him in to or whatever. So she's like, hey, you let whoever's buying this know I'm going to fuck with their credit because I work at a credit card company and sure, we can do that too. Or <laughs> I could marry you. I'm black. Oh, God. <laughs> I have lots of ways to fuck up your credit, lady. <laughs> All right. So he goes back home to his $4,500 a week fucking apartment in Manhattan and he deletes... <laughs> He deletes the God friend account, right? Mm -hmm. His apartment, it's literally an order of magnitude too big for a help desk hotline <laughs> guy living in yeah. Like, literally. And yes. we're going to learn it's all smart house. So he's got like a $700 Nest thermometer smart system. thermostats. <laughs> Fuck you. Absolutely. Yeah. He's in Harlem. The, the thermostat is like a bellows that blows into a coal-fired <laughs> yes. engine in the basement. Yeah. Go right, fuck right. yourself. The thermostat is yelling down the laundry chute at the guy who's at that bellows, being like, <laughs> Harry, wake and, up. Yeah, right. And right. Harry's always pissed, and he says no, like, half the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's time for him to get to work on his big presentation to Sirius, right? Big um, the Sirius first PowerPoint. Yeah. Now... <laughs> The first words in his presentation are how I'm going to change the world. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Delusions of grandeur are generally the realm of the people who think the creator of the universe watches them jack off. That's your thing, right? That's your thing, not ours. So I should um, stop titling all our notes, how I'm going to change the world. <laughs> that would be nice, actually, Eli, if you would leave because after it, I write making fun of the physical appearance of people in movies from. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 I don't it's, uh, at least I complete the thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he so he finishes his presentation and then we cut to it's 2.23 a.m. and his radio kicks in and wakes him up. Yeah. The song is I'm Only Human After All, the rag and bone man song. And I'm always, whenever I see a clock in these fucking movies, I'm always like, all right, what's the, what's the Bible verse they're doing? Got the colon. <laughs> right. And, uh, so I'm thinking maybe Genesis 2.23 they were going for. And this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. That one with the creating the woman out of the, I don't know. Ooh, possible. I'm only human after all. Rag and bone man is, I think they got really excited about like a super vague connection okay. they made. Let me put this out there. That's a reference. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of a man. Yeah. She is his secret sister. Oh. Yeah, right, because it is saying that, you know, I, I'm only human after all, right? That's the clue that maybe this <gasps> wasn't God. They're going to leave that as a mystery. That that the writers, I shit you not, have told interviewers that they plan to reveal who's really behind this God account, but it was, it is going to take them 200 episodes to get there. 200 Because it's so complicated. Okay. Uh, okay, guys, when this gets canceled and you're sitting at home and you've got like that good, like three months worth of money before you got a gig again and you're listening to this and you're like, fucking assholes, god awful movies, bah, bah, bah. you're listening to this now. <laughs> Tell me how, just tweet me how you were going to end it in 200 episodes. I want to know the 200, what is the 17 seasons of Lost 
that you have in your mind right now. Also, we will pay you $300 if you're on another show about this. If you do a follow-up with us, we'll give you, you a, got a, it. a memory Each. foam mattress and $300. And, and hey, guys, don't feel too bad about the fact that we actually are going to make 200 episodes. Um, and okay. <laughs> so, and, and all right, he wakes up. His, the radio's playing. His smart thermostat is at 100 degrees. So God has hacked into all of his shit, right? Yeah. And now his he checks his computer and his presentation has been turned into preachers and stuff. Jesus, man, God is like one of those Sweden level hackers. Like he's got to live on a boat now. It's, it's, it's the most <laughs> impressive God I've ever seen in fiction or TV. I'm just impressed. Yeah. Julian Assange is God, actually. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that's, oh, that's the reveal. We just ruined there on next there 199 go. episodes. Oh, my God. God. A season seven of God friended me. A chair turns around and it's Julian Assange. <laughs> hey, man, aren't you a rapist? <laughs> yeah, Not, it's right well, in the book. You didn't maybe, see that part? Yeah, I, right, right. I paid my 50 shekels. I have, but I sent you <laughs> a franguiquez. <laughs> so, I'm a hero. No, <laughs> no. All right. So now, okay. So the next day he goes to where Kara works, right? To the big blog. Okay. This <laughs> goddamn building, right? Like, okay, whatever business she's in, they have four floors of the fucking Freedom Tower reserved for it, right? This enormous amount of office space in Manhattan devoted to this blog. Yeah. Is it a single? I, I had a feeling that it was supposed to be like a BuzzFeed or maybe like a a Cosmo because they were emphasizing on the trending thing. Whatever it is, they certainly don't have four floors of yeah. a building. They don't have the same offices as Goldman Sachs is what we're looking at. She's in like the 50th floor looking out. Yeah, they're absolutely not. Yeah. Blogger not. of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he walks into this... Uh, blog amazing building and he's just like hey remember me the the guy you were gonna mace before i've now broken into your office yeah <laughs> and she's like how how are you even back here did nobody like stop and frisk you at the front They're like, <laughs> what's happening i want to just like hold up a sign like all right if you can read this three two one side tackle there he is yeah there, there, is. there it is okay but then yeah. her boss walks in just as she's about to kick him out and she doesn't want to look bad. So she's got to pretend she's working on a story <laughs> about him. It's about <laughs> faith and science and gray suit. Unbridled boss. enthusiasm. <laughs> what? Now you're stealing from Seinfeld? Glass door. <laughs> yeah so so and the boss of course is like mm, that sounds great now if you'll excuse me there's a red bug on the wall that i've got to go catch so, <laughs> so she wanders off and oh no i'm sorry she says okay she says all right but i want a thousand words by tomorrow i have more than a thousand words in my goddamn notes at this point <laughs> a thousand fucking words it's been six weeks you better want a goddamn novel from this bitch but Kara is terrified by the number 1,000 at this point. She's like, shit, so far I have 
There is not an intersection between faith and science. The end. Uh, how many words was that? Read that back to me. One, two, second. three, four, five, six. I'll, I'll do a bunch of eyes in white in the margins. That's we put a lot of spaces. Like right after the headline blank. So Eli's headlines look longer. <laughs> All right. So and now he's pissed, right? Because he's like, hey, I didn't say you could write a story about my podcast in your Clearly wildly successful blog. I sure wouldn't want you to do that. I'm going to hit the big time with serious XM. <laughs> it's just, but she wins him back because she promises to use her journalism powers. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm a serious journalist for, uh, as you can see, uh, boingsploosh.com here at and you cannot find people without my unique boing sploosh skills, so you're going to need me. I know Liam Neeson. <laughs> and, and then he has an idea. He says, well, I thought my buddy Rakesh would help hack the account, but I don't have a vagina. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Will you confuse him with a boner and con? he'll probably do it? Yes, I will. <laughs> I will uh, yes. confuse the shit out of him with a boner. That's what's yep. going to happen on the next scene. In the next scene. And it's very clear that that's what happens, right? Yep. Ha we, we get a sweatpants hacker boner scene. He literally yep. looks down at it. <laughs> they go yes. to Rakesh's house. He opens the door. He's got a Goonies shirt, which is pretty fucking sweet. Right, and the yeah. next thing that happens, he sees Kara and he looks down at his awkward sweatpants boner. <laughs> yep. Yep, and, yep. He, and he even says, he's like, I'm wearing sweatpants. They make your boner more visible. Let me change. Yeah, he, and again, like, now it's a buddy cop show? I don't, yeah. But with, <laughs> yes. With yep. God? I mean, I'm just picturing these writers sitting around with empty containers of Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> it's the blacklist, but it's the God list. Take out. Okay, we're going to scamper it. The black is the protagonist and the God <laughs> is just a list. Good. <laughs> well we have done, a show. Sir. Well done. <laughs> All right. And 200 now, episodes. Because... Because this show is about millennials as seen through the eyes of 71-year-olds, uh, we're going to now go to Rakesh's mom's basement where he does his hacking. <laughs> With multiple keyboards. Yeah, yep. Well, yes, obviously, because you have to slap really fast on that keyboard to hack. I don't know if you guys know that you have to slap really hard. And so sometimes you slap so hard, you have to have a spare keyboard right there. Yeah, no, it's like right. playing the organ. You need some, you know, different harmonies sometimes. Yeah, you want to <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. right. So he's, he's hacking and he's like, this code is sublime as he's looking at, I don't know what he's looking at. Like what code well, do they, like, did he click on the hacker tab on God's Facebook page? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, no, look, you can tell that this is some serious hacking because it's green font on a black screen, <laughs> which is where hacking happens. The God account, he says, the God account is protected by a firewall. And I was like, you mean Facebook? Or just <laughs> like one part of Facebook? <laughs> that, that button? Oh, I wanted a burning bush to poke out of the screen, just like firewall, motherfucker. Yeah, see, ah. see, there it is. Yeah. And okay, and this is where he he suggests that perhaps Miles was hacked by Laplace's fucking demon, yep. right? This is the suicide supercomputer moment. Yes, 
So he <laughs> insane. His his theory is that the God account is a supercomputer that can tell what people are going to do from their social media activity, and it's sending him the friend requests as an experiment. And yes, I would love to be in the meeting with those supercomputer <laughs> builders. <laughs> Johnson, Davis, how's the supercomputer coming? Uh, it's done, sir. All right, finally. Yes, a computer with AI so advanced it can tell your future actions just from your social media. Amazing. This is going to change the world. You know, finance, counterterrorism, so many applications. Podcasting? Uh, sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, we were thinking we'd use it to see if this atheist podcaster will save people and then start believing in God. Wait, wait no, why? Why would you do that? Oh, because then we'll know with this supercomputer. Mm -hmm. Okay, just so we're clear, you want to use the world's most advanced supercomputer to m mess with? Mess uh, with an, an atheist, atheist podcaster, yes. An atheist podcaster. An atheist. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess. Uh, what's a podcaster? It's it's like the radio, like serious. <laughs> <laughs> Only I if wish. you're lucky. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> In my dreams. Yeah, right. So yeah, if that was real. Tom Cruise would be standing behind Eli right now with a fucking ski ball, just throwing it up and down. You're like, dude, you're under arrest, man. Seriously? You're gross. Can I just tell you this? I am literally the murder guy and you are weird. I wore this so I wouldn't touch your skin. These guys are writing down your life, by the way, right here. That's weird. Yeah, no, That's weird. It is. And then they're, they, right before they go, they're like, he's like, okay, I'm going to hack this. And he goes, how long will it take you to crack the IP address? And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, well, first that sentence is going to have to make sense, but as soon as it does, I'll have it I'll, right away. Uh, I'll crack the uh, IP address. Take, take a few hours. You have to write a really good essay. Luckily, I have <laughs> two keyboards, so I can bang out right, a lot no, of words so per I minute. <laughs> what? So yeah, don't bother having anyone who's ever heard a computer word before, guys. You Com can wing it. Computers were involved in this process. Go into, the, <laughs> go into the editing room. Grab one of the nerds who looks like he's always squinting. Be like, hey, man, what's a computer word? He'll help you out. <laughs> Bring him a Toblerone. He's your friend forever. <laughs> He'll miss you during the mass shooting. It's going to be great. All right. So now Miles and Kara, like, like, like we said, they're they're buddy cops now, so they go to the bar <laughs> where little sister works. And Kara's like, "Oh, you know, you guys started to do backstory when you were in here earlier. You want to just pick up where you left off on that backstory about yeah. your dad?" Yeah, and they do. Uh, his dad is a reverend, mm -hmm. and the sister thinks that God is using Facebook to bring him and his dad back together. Right. Just, and just like the prodigal son. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. On Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, that's insane. And she's like, no, it's the plot of this dumb fucking show. And he's like, right. But it's still insane. Doesn't make it not insane <laughs> because CBS had that sweet, sweet 645 p.m. time slot open. <laughs> 
not a good show just because we're in it. So uh, we thought we'd get 535 on TBS, but they, right. like, <laughs> they're doing Saved by the Bell reruns still. Ah, yeah, stupid. Why are there so many episodes of SVU? <laughs> <laughs> and now we have to hate Kara, right? Because they started. Oh. I didn't want to hate Kara, but we have to start hating Kara here. Because they start out, so he's like, so what do you think about this whole God thing? Kara says, I don't know. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're not religious, you're spiritual. Black lives are are some of the ones that matter. (laughs) And she she gets this amazing thing where he's like, that doesn't make sense. Either you believe in a thing or you don't. And she's like, or... Maybe I believe that there's something greater than ourselves. And it's like, nope, that is not one of the options in a two option. <laughs> yes or uh, yeah, no question. Right. Like, you know, I believe there's something greater than ourselves, too. The Toblerone, for example. But, you know, a oh. better TV show, for example, I you know. Love Toblerone. Do you believe uh, in leprechauns? I believe in greater things than ourselves. Yeah, no, that doesn't. Yeah, right. She's like, well, otherwise <laughs> life seems pointless. And let's face it, if there's a better metric for determining the truth about reality than what makes my life seem most significant, I don't even want to know what it is. Yeah, I wrote, cool. Explain how God gives your life meaning via what you've already admitted is his non-intervention. Too yes. slow. Too slow. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and of course, quick before Miles, the outspoken atheist character, can respond in any meaningful way, Rakesh calls him to end this scene. He, he might as well <laughs> side tackle Miles. He might as well just like <laughs> come from the Grandma's side. Grandma's watching. Grandma's watching. Don't answer that. I found God. I found him. I found the IP address. I don't. <laughs> Don't say any words. Just okay. And and look, <laughs> this is the first time in the movie that I can even tell that they were going for a joke, right? Because Rakesh says, "I found God. He's in New Jersey," and I'm like, "Oh, they meant for that to be funny. It's not, but at least I can tell that they thought they were doing comedy just that." Yes, and as someone who just moved to Jersey, I can assure you, based on meeting everyone who lives here. God is racist. That's not... uh, (laughs) And he passes on the fucking right like a crazy person. (laughs) What is happening? I mean, if he's taking a business trip right now, I feel like Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York, Boston, these are good spots for him. All right. So they're going to... They track down the goddamn IP address from Facebook and they go to... They wind up in an old house in Jersey that's that's for sale and and there it's the <laughs> middle of the night and he's black it's just so want, good. just want to put all that out there at the beginning of the scene in real life the black guy in new jersey got shot in the face before the cab came to a full stop <laughs> just, it's like eight of eli's neighbors in riot gear like hey what are you doing here? Hey, what were you doing on. what were you doing <laughs> too slow i'm going to tase you again for fun now what are you doing <laughs> so- yeah, so they as they're walking up to the house to see if they can figure out what's going on, she goes, she asks him, she's like, so how did you lose your faith in God? And then quick before he can answer, she starts tossing out the things that religious people would assume are the reasons that atheists are atheists yeah. as long as they never asked an atheist or <laughs> knew one. He, yeah. he got his hands on Hitchens and Dawkins, you know, like how people get into meth, like he was... He was smoking yes. weed and 
And his dealer was like, hey, man, I just got into Hitchens if you want some. (laughs) Like, let me know if it's good. And he was like, "Ah, all right, I'll try a little bit of Hitchens. (laughs) Just put them in your nose, though. Don't get right into it. Just go slow. (laughs) Fuck you. I don't need Hitchens and Dawkins to be atheist. Like, I I don't need to watch Matt Dillahunty debate Santa Claus truthers either. I mean, like, fuck you. (laughs) Although that would be delightful. Yeah, that would be pretty Pretty awesome. Especially since he looks like Santa Claus. So there'd be this weird (laughs) twist in the middle of the debate where his opponent would be like, you're Santa Claus. And Matt would be like, no, stop. Get off with a whole bunch of letters to Matt Dillahunty. No, that doesn't (laughs) prove anything. Uh, You're doing the miracle on 34th Street thing. That's stupid. It's funny. Cut it out. Stop trying to sit on my lap. Don't touch my beard. (laughs) So... Now Eli's saying all the lines that he's heard Matt Dillahunty say a number of times. <laughs> all right. So now they're they're sneaking around the house in the middle of the night and they notice that there's a light on upstairs. So the black man in New Jersey in the wealthy neighborhood. Look, I'm not racist. I'm just saying it's fucking New Jersey. Starts pounding on the door and saying, open up. You're messing with the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> Podcaster arrest. Come out here and do an angry crossover episode with me. <laughs> we'll, we'll release the whole thing to patrons and I'll, I'll edit my version down to make me look good and you'll edit your version down to make you look good. Come on. <laughs> There's a way these things are done. Yeah, but so luckily for him, though, Kara knows how to pick a pin tumbler lock with a single item. But apparently she wrote an article about breaking into your own house that went viral in like five minutes. (laughs) Yes. Fuck you. Like, are you serious? You can't do like, here's my article about how to give myself the Ebola sniffles. Just a little bit. (laughs) Idiot. No, we figured it out. Her blog is the Jolly Roger guy. (laughs) (laughs) Henry Louis Gates read it though. And then he got in trouble. (laughs) Doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. So, all right. Need a warning just for white girls. There you go. <laughs> All right, so she breaks into the house and she's like, "Hey, you've got a plan, don't you?" And he's like, "You're the one that broke into the fucking house." <laughs> but he's like, "No, I got a plan. I do. I do." Hey, I yell now. I yell. I'm yelling. <laughs> I yell at you. That's his that's, plan. That's the plan. Yeah, I still wanted there to just be a couple of meth heads upstairs that that rape them to death. That's like, oh, <laughs> right. Sorry, right. this is Jersey. I forgot. Yeah, that's on me. Jersey. <laughs> um. Okay. So they step into the. You know, there's this big light on upstairs. So they step into the room, and it turns out that that light is a light that's on. <laughs> that's the reveal, right? They walk in. They're like, "Wow, it's not heaven." Well, fucking course it isn't heaven. It's a goddamn light bulb. Gotta admit, this would be an interesting twist if they find a house in New Jersey with a portal to heaven. And they, like, give God a talking to about pranking them on social media. <laughs> but then they're like, mm, oh, man, is that, does that sound like mesothelioma to you? Yeah, it does. It <laughs> yeah, does. So we must be in New Jersey. So, and then we have to cut away from that. We have to go over to Rakesh, right? Because he's on a date that his mom set him up on. Oh, and he is on a date with a startlingly beautiful woman, like, the show does eventually acknowledge how beautiful she is, but at first they're going for like a, this is so awkward thing. And if you got set up on a, on a blind date with a woman this beautiful, you would not be like, ugh, conversation. Am I right? It's real 
Oh, well, man, I don't want to be here. 33% of us would probably <laughs> end up doing God something God is like dead. Uh, <laughs> He's, what race brain. are you? <laughs> Why do I keep asking that? It's I literally wrote uh, on my hand, don't ask about race. It's right it's, here. Look, look. Well, it's sweated off now, but you can see where off. I would have written it. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a pen? I'd like to write it down again. Also, a- what race are you? Damn it! I'm white. You, who goes next? You go. Yeah, so he's just going like, yeah, boy, it sure sucks that you and I have to go out on a date. Anyway, I'm going to take a text message from my buddy on our date. And she's <laughs> like, I want to have sex with you. Can we have sex now? I want to be in the next episode. What and race she- are you? I want her to be in... <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> she is the highlight of this show to me. She, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it wasn't the fucking writing. All right. So, yeah, she she's like, hey, let's have sex. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And she's like, but you and I both live with our parents. And, and, and he's like, oh, it's okay. My podcaster buddy's really killing it. <laughs> yes, we can go to my podcaster friend's six-bedroom smart apartment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that very important scene taken care of, we go back to the house in Jersey where Miles and and Kara are. And he goes, I shit you not. Again, they're trying their damnedest to be 2018. But through the eyes of a 60 year old woman, he says, I called a lift. (laughs) I, I sent a telegram to Uber. They should have a car for us in the near future. Jesus fucking Christ. I've got Christ. mail. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so That's probably right. Carmel Car Service. I pressed, <laughs> I pressed like the, six until like someone the kids answered. kids are using. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, okay, they're, they're waiting for the lift to show up. And Kara sits down on the bench on the porch. And she's like, oh, my God, I had this exact same bench when I was a kid. It's like, it's. Yeah, it's just the generic bench that you get at Kmart. It's would, the cheapest. I would just, I would sit on it and I, I would wait for a, a plot device <laughs> to end this pilot finale. I would, I'd sit there waiting for the meta plot of this show to come out every day. <laughs> right, but before we can dive any deeper into that, we uh, Rakesh calls him, right? And Rakesh is like, hey man, God hacked your computer again. And he's like, why are you in my apartment? And he's like, I'm having sex with an extraordinarily attractive woman. And I stopped doing that so that I could tell you that your computer's been hacked. Yes. And they they used a Smurf attack on his computer. So someone Googled it. Uh, so, <laughs> so God uh, created a bunch of you new usernames on his computer, like a half a million of them. <laughs> and that opened his computer. Right. Yes, right. That's a type of DDoS attack. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, like, just make some shit up, right? <laughs> like, at this point, just make some shit up. You're not doing better by using real terms. <laughs> His computer might as well be physically open with, like, guts spilling out of it. Just, like, bleeding. <laughs> but, photo, actual like, photographs spilling out of it. <laughs> emails printed out. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, man, they hacked into your computer. It's a toaster now. It's it's really confusing. Jesus, what does this writer know about? Couldn't they have done a show about that? All right. 
So instead of like doing the normal thing that a laptop would do, which is be closed at this moment, <laughs> there's a endless picture scroll, right? C coming up. And the last picture in the shot is a picture of Miles with his, his family when he was a kid. And in the back of that, they're at, in a, at a hospital. And in the back, there's a doctor and a nurse who is very clearly the actress that plays Kara in a wig. It's so, <laughs> it, honestly, it might as well just be the actress who plays Kara with a fake mustache on. <laughs> she might as well run over to the screen and pose in front of it to be the <laughs> and then run back to do her lines. Yeah, so just then she's like, oh, I have to leave suddenly. And everybody's like, does it have anything to do with this picture that's very clearly you? And and she's like, no, we somehow nobody nope. notices that I'm in the script. I'm leaving I innocuously. I announced innocuous. Not you're, <laughs> you're in the picture. <laughs> End of scene. And, and oh, by the way, and he goes, hey, what's that a picture of? He's like, oh, it's my cancer mom. I'm an atheist. Didn't you hear about the podcast? Obviously, cancer, I have cancer a mom. dead cancer mom. Clearly. Duh. And Rakesh even says at this point, he's like, do you think maybe she knows someone who's in this picture? And it's like, gee, I wonder which person in that picture maybe she knows. Do you, do you think it's you? Does she know you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I in the picture? You have to tell me. All right. <laughs> All right. So then he's like, you know, I don't remember the name of that doctor or the nurse, but there's one person who does. Yeah, it's Daniel from Eureka. It's Miles Bennett Dyson <laughs> from Terminator Daniel, 2. You were on Eureka. Has it been that bad a six years? <laughs> Very clearly, yes. <laughs> so he goes to the to the church and dad is preaching, but the church is completely empty. Now, we'll find out that this is a practice sermon, but at first I thought this was a hilarious and great idea of what a church would look like in New York City. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> uh, well, the two old ladies are sick today, um, <laughs> and it's I not mean... the day where we weirdly open up the doors in an admission that we are just like a weird place to walk around a medieval remnant of when peasants looked skyward and <laughs> stained glass was the peak of technology. So, yep, it's just me. Yeah. yeah. Just, God, just seeing that building made me mad. Like, right. look how much fucking money gets wasted on housing a, a football ruiner speech once a week. And that's it. Just yeah. ruins football for some people, especially on the West Coast, but a little bit on the East Coast, too. Once, like... Every person in Harlem could pool their money and not afford this building. It's so right. offensive. All right. So then Miles comes in right in the middle of dad's practice sermon. Right. And they haven't seen each other in years, as we've established several times. And he's like, hey, dad, do you remember mom's doctor and nurse's name? He's like, yes, I remember their first and last names perfectly. And I will tell you them now, even though we're estranged and haven't talked in years. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry, let me stop you. Do you want to have a weird fight about your atheism to prove why we don't I talk do anymore? I don't want to have a weird <laughs> fight about my atheism. Jesus, the dad even says at this point, he's like, what am I supposed to feel about you being an atheist? And I'm like, just tossing this one out, but maybe not ashamed for starters. Yeah. But no, no, that's not an option. No, and he, he explains that he hasn't helped anybody. This oh, no, no, no. Okay, so the dad says to him at this point, he goes, 
Name one person you've helped with your atheist podcast. And I just started writing it in my notes. Do I get to go next? I want to go next. Let me go next. Let me send you guys some fucking emails. I would like to go next. Also, here's a list of all zero people I helped get away with fucking a child. (laughs) Zero. And you know what else I have? I have a zero person list of uh, people who I make my living lying to. Or yeah. old ladies that we take 10% of their income of, you know. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of lists. Well, and then how about all the fucking, how about all the trans people that I helped to find, to feel like they had a community and a family once their family on your suggestion rejected them, right? How about all of the fucking children that I, that I fucking, all the kids and parents like you that I've helped to find a fucking community or a place to go, all the fucking gay people that have written to us to say that we helped to talk them back from the edge of suicide by reminding them that some people still fucking care about them. I could give you a goddamn list. I got so fucking pissed at this point in the movie. I shit you not. I had to go to a fucking sporting goods store and buy a goddamn punching bag (laughs) and see if I could Captain America that shit. And then I got pissed again because I couldn't Captain America that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. He goes, you know, you know, the thing about you is that you're angry. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking we're fucking angry, bro. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yep. And that's when they accidentally bring up the problem of evil. Obviously, yes. where, yep. where Miles is like, uh, you're stupid. God killed mom if you believe in God. <laughs> oh, uh, how complicated is this? And dad's like, God killed mom. I knew you'd throw that in my face. You always throw that in my face. <laughs> yeah, I do throw that in your face. I'm doing it again, obviously. You didn't Why think would- that was hard for me? Because it was. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he literally, because- he immediately goes, I don't want to talk about it. And Miles is like, okay, so I'm going to go, which was my plan. And then you stopped me (laughs) and picked a fight. Remember way back three minutes ago when I said, said, thank you. And I didn't want to talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You want to talk about the problem of New Jersey in this Christian TV (laughs) show also? Yeah. Let's keep bringing that up too. Cool. We're good at this. All right, so I hurt myself just now. There's a vein that needs on my forehead that needs to be band-aided. So I'm going to need a break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Is Miles angry at God? Isn't it enough that religion gives people's lives meaning? Then why are there still monkeys? Find out the answers to no questions at all when we return for the hilariously stupid conclusion of God Friended Me, Episode 1. Why do you even care what other people believe? (laughs) you know when watching god friended me with its inaccurate podcasting references and its tired stereotypes of atheists one thing became apparent these guys could use some help so until episode three when this show's canceled we thought we'd pitch a more realistic take on god friended me this september 30th you know when all the good news shows premiere comes a show about an atheist podcaster. Hey, did we already call Pat Robertson a deflated droopy dog yet? Ooh. Yeah, that was like episode 120. Ah, fuck. Who thought he knew everything. Guys, Patreon shifted everything into French last night. Why? Why would I don't do know that? the explanations in French. Just take the money from people and give it to us. How is this hard? Jesus. But when he gets a friend request from God. Hey, did you guys get this friend request from God? 
no, I got 40 messages with an article and nothing else. Yeah, me neither. Uh, someone just sent me a meme about ramen noodles for the 700th time, though. So that's fun. He'll he'll ignore it. My defining personality quality right there. Ramen thing. Sorry about that. Uh, what were we saying? That for the next six weeks, we're recording at 11.45 p.m. and 3 a.m. to get ready for the one vacation that Noah takes a year. Right. Yeah, I can do I can do 3 a.m. I, mm. I, guys, I'm taking a weekend this year. Well, you're taking a Saturday. Week. Right. No, but I'm but I'm driving on on Friday. That's a day it's off. Like, it's like a weekend. You can listen to. You can edit. While you drive. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. And my knuckles hurt. When we last left our hero, he was leaving a scene quick before an atheist gets to answer any question posed to him. Uh, and we're going to rejoin him <laughs> chilling ra with Rakesh in his mom's basement, you know, where millennials live. <laughs> and Rakesh wants to know if he's mad at him for fucking in his apartment. And it's like, why would he be mad? Was he hoping yeah. his apartment was a virgin? Did he wipe <laughs> menstrual blood off his penis onto his pillow? Because even then, like, OxyClean, man, you know, get yes. yours. Or leave it, whatever. Oh, a lot God. of different ways you can go on that. Heath gets it. Cake farts. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's growing on me. I've had it on this whole time on loop. It's growing on me. Yeah, so Rakesh is like, hey, man, if you think about it, if I didn't fuck that girl in your apartment, how would we have cleaved those two scenes to go together that didn't belong together in any way? Anyway, um, we're now about to reveal that the nurse in the picture was Kara's mom because fucking obviously she was Kara's mom. And you, you can see the actors be like, uh-huh. And they're like, oh, no, that's the revelation of the scene. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Kara's mom the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we learn that Kara's mom is from Cleveland. And right. they this is uncanny. They're just stealing all of Eli's life. It's yes. not fair. It's not nice. <laughs> yes. They just take it back. Made him better looking <laughs> and less incontinent. I'm gonna all beat right. Kara's mom at Scrabble. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we cut to Kara being sad on a roof. That's where New Yorkers go to be sad is roofs. Yep. Crying on a roof with a bottle of wine. So now you know she's Jewish. <laughs> Is that a Jewish thing to do? Drink? Yeah. Cry on a roof with wine? Yeah. I mean, I know from a, on a scale from one to Irish, we got nothing on you. But <laughs> she's not even trying to jump. Your joke doesn't make any sense. <laughs> God. But yeah, Kara's sorry, and she's trying to make excuses. She's like, hey, sorry about running away from the plot point. I had <laughs> diarrhea. I, sh I shat my pants. <laughs> and he's like, no, I know that it was your mom. And she's like, nope, shat my pants. <laughs> yeah, this is um, such a weird announcement to make to her, the way he does it, too. He just shows up on a roof, and he's like, your mom abandoned you, but she lives in New York now. I know this. I had my hacker <laughs> friend do a bunch more super illegal stalker stuff to you. Uh, also, BT Dubs, you got a UTI right now. I picked up your medicine. <laughs> Here's your me like, what the, it's so invasive. Right. And he's like, uh, yeah, I just figured it out. God, the Facebook account wants me to help you find your mom and reunite. And she's like, 
actually, we don't have time left in this episode for that. So I know where she is. I just need you to help me find it in myself to go talk to her. Right? Yep. So we learned that mom was a drunken drunk that left her because of the drunkness when she was a kid. Right? Mm -hmm. And she saw her on the subway one day, but she couldn't get up the guts to talk to her because this character is based on Heath. So... (laughs) But luckily, mom can she knows exactly what park mom sits in and smiles on a daily basis. Right. <laughs> yep. And then in order for him to like, I don't know, like earn her trust, he decides to tell her why he is an atheist. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, oh. if you just point out how the fucking first mover argument failed here, I would have almost forgiven this show. Right. <laughs> he was just like, you want to know why I'm an atheist? Because there's. No, God. Sorry, your mom left? That's sad. No, no, it's because of cancer, mom. And at this point, I wrote in my notes in all caps, Jesus, people at least have an atheist mom die of something other than cancer for once. And they heard me. Yep. Because his mom got cancer. He prayed for her to get better. She did. And then on the way home from the hospital, <laughs> she got in a car accident and died. On, <laughs> on cancer cure day. It yes. was like, you're cured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they were rolling her out the doors. They were like, yeah, we got to put you in the wheelchair. Sorry. No, I lost my control. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, she gets up to heaven and God's like, come on. That's pretty ironic. I gave you cancer. You fight it for two years. You beat it. And then I hit you with a car. I am the worst. Anyways, <laughs> get on in there and try that blowjob fountain oh. out. I mean, like, I, like that was honestly funny. Like, I'm way less atheist if the problem of evil gets switched to the problem of evil, but like, also pretty funny. Like that. Was, <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, that's good. All right. I probably wasn't. I don't think they were shooting for humor. This is the only time the show actually gets humor, and I don't think that's what they were going for. On there. Cancer Cure Day. I've laughed yep. for so long. That was the best. I want to hear the first draft of this really badly. You want to know why I don't believe in God? When I was a kid, my mom got cancer. Oh, wow. So sorry to hear that. But then she got better. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Better enough to get hit by a car on her way home. Wow. Oh, that's incredibly... Fortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry. It I, was an accident. I don't... An accident which she stepped away from unscathed. Oh, okay. So, so you're saying she's, right onto the train tracks? That so bad. Sad, it's a full sad of life-saving story. medicine. Those okay, train tracks. Good again. Is it good again now? That medicine was irresistible to a bear that happened to be walking by. Okay, you're messing with me now. Yes, I am an atheist because God isn't real. Fuck you. But he's not, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'm using that now. That's my thing. That's my... We're all doing it. That's that's our answer. (laughs) But anyway, so he tells her all about that. He's like, at least your mom's not dead. 
we should go find her in the next scene because really we're buttoned up against the uh, the hour and they're not going to let us go over this ain't HBO. 43 minutes, come on. So, okay, so they go to find Kara's mom and Miles is going to be her moral support for this, right? Yeah, he says, I'm here for you unless I get hungry. And I wrote the Heath Enright story. (laughs) (laughs) He also says, I'm going to go get a churro across the street, probably, which is so fucking stupid. First of all, they're at Stuyvesant Park on 15th and 2nd. This nurse does not live anywhere fucking near Stuyvesant Park (laughs) on 15th and 2nd. Absolutely not. Also, you don't get a churro across the street there. That's so fucking dumb. You go to like Bauhaus on 14th and get the the Taiwanese steamed buns. You go to Smack on 12th and 1st. You get mac and cheese. You don't get a churro. That's dumb. I, I thought they were supposed to be at St. Vincent's Park, but yeah, same thing, same thing. Oh, one no, way or the other, absolutely yeah. Stuyvesant Park. Well, no, 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 they're, but they're supposed to be at St. Vincent's. They yeah. just couldn't get the the uh, the license to shoot there. But yes, that's so. <laughs> right. See, and I said you can tell this isn't realistically shot in New York because there isn't a homeless man shooting heroin into his penis. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so yeah, but but mom's there. She's sitting in a park, smiling stupidly like you do. And so Kara goes and sits down and they have this incredibly long, slowly recognizing her moment. (laughs) Mom is so slow about recognizing her daughter, who, again, is identical looking. And it's just like, nice day. Yeah, nice day. Um, Look at my face. Nice face. (laughs) It is a nice face. Thank you. You look like me, but old. Okay, still nothing. Raise your hand if you've never abandoned a daughter. (laughs) Is it just you or is it just me who has their hand up? I can't tell. (laughs) Yeah, well, also, like, okay, but if she didn't recognize her, why the fuck wouldn't she have gotten up when this weird person started talking to her? This is New York, right? Yeah, any uh, a realistically shot version of this scene is she comes over and says, nice day, and the woman goes, I'm sorry, I don't have anything. I, I don't have anything. Walks away in silence. Nice day. Get up. Leave. That's what I'm doing. If somebody says nice day to me in the park. But yeah, but slowly mom recognizes her and she's like, I tried to come home to be with you. Please let me explain. And then the daughter, Kara's like, no. And she's like, okay, then why the fuck are you here then? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. why else would you be? why Why would this be a scene if I don't get to tell you why I left you? A churro? (laughs) (laughs) And and the the reason that she left her is that it was too hard to come back. I literally just wrote in my notes, why didn't you come home? Ah, there's a roundabout. And then (laughs) it's one of those, you got to go past the first. So you're you're taking a right, but you're turning left. And I (laughs) figured it would be better. Fuck this place. (laughs) But then... Her new daughter shows up. Her and better honestly, daughter. The new daughter might as well run over and be like, hey, mom, everything okay? I was just over here reading that I love you and I'll never leave you card that you wrote me. <laughs> <laughs> is this a bad time? Kara's all weird and awkwardly pissed. Just like, is her dick bigger than mine? Is her dick bigger? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. So Kara freaks out and she starts running away and she gets hit by a guard. Yes! <laughs> Fuck this show for making me laugh at two different people getting hit by a car this close together. He is 
This episode is hitting all of our boxes. <laughs> and by the way, she gets hit by the car and he honks. The guy in the car honks after he after, hits her. yes. It's the most New York thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Just like, boom. Honk. Honk. You're in the road. Get out of the way. Of the Walk way. it off. Walk it off on the sidewalk. I'm driving here. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Miles runs up and he goes, oh, no, she's not breathing. But luckily, from the cab right behind the car that hit her, out pops John Dove from the beginning of the movie or the show. And he's a doctor. He knows what to do. Uh, I wanted him to be like, I'm a doctor of psychology. How does being hit by a car make you feel? <laughs> Right now, he I, w I wrote in my notes he performs CPR, but apparently, like I said, they were really brushing up against that 43-minute limit. Um, so he actually just pounds on her chest twice with his fist, and he's like, I, and, and I, I, you know, I honestly think the actress wouldn't let that guy put his mouth on hers or something, right? Because he doesn't <laughs> do CPR. So many edited outtakes where she was just like, no, all right, fine. I'll, fine. I'll also, we learn she has a broken two broken ribs and a punctured lung so you know what wouldn't help pounding on her chest yes. yeah yes. he fixes that like she's like he's fonzie and she's like the, the fucking jukebox <laughs> the jukebox <laughs> hey the run over by a car thing is gone yeah yeah so then we head to the hospital uh miles and and john dove are are walking together in the hospital right so he can thank him for saving his life from himself and miles still has the conspiracy theory going he's like hey thanks for saving my friend's life weird question did anyone put you up to this <laughs> like a like as a fun prank where you pretend to kill yourself and then you hire two cars one of which you pretend not to know the other one you ride around behind and you hit my friend with the first car and then you come out and save her life to like get me to do that involving a super super advanced cyber criminal with a supercomputer that predicts everything that ever happens <laughs> are you is that, you have to tell me if you're this, Sasha or, Baron this, Cohen is this still part of the game am I still in the game <laughs> take out your is dick this, <laughs> is this this America you have to tell me if this is America you have to tell me <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, yeah, so John Dove is like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not a hospital uh, or I'm not a doctor anymore because when I was suicidal, I thought it would be a bad idea to be a doctor. And I'm like, no, you're right, though. That well, is. He says, I took a leave. And it's like, OK, you're still a doctor. No, you're yeah, you're just on, a doctor on leave is all. It's like a teacher in the summer. I've been unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And this is also where he has to explain. He's like, yeah, you know how it didn't make sense in that scene because I could have just gone up to the next subway station and killed myself on the next train. Well, it just so happens that when you saved me, I had an epiphany and realized I didn't want to die, which would have been super awkward because like right. I wouldn't have even been dead by the time I had that realization otherwise. So thanks for that. Yeah. So just to be clear, you saved my life. But now after 30 minutes of sitcom, now I saved the daughter of the nurse who rolled your mom out to the curb to her immediate death. Um, <laughs> so, God is good all the time. You have to kill my mom and we're all <laughs> even. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So now he goes to visit Kara, who 
is looking pretty good for just having been dead earlier that day. Oh, zero, not only does she not have bruises, she has full makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Dr. Dove being like, clear, clear. And just we're really going to blend her because she is a winter and we do not <laughs> want her. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she wakes up and she's like, wow, this is amazing. You saved John Dove and he saved me. If you think about it, it's like a, like a really shitty TV script for a short-lived show on a network whose demographic has phones with oversized buttons, huh? Okay. Who's one of just, their executives just got exposed as a rapist. Oh. Cool. While we're talking about grand design, yeah, the executive rapist thing, maybe we lose that part, and we lose the part <laughs> where my mom got murdered by God. I feel like that didn't really fit in. It's not necessary, right? Or when even I was eight, the my part mom died. where I got hit by a car, right? It's <laughs> also... <laughs> you're delirious from the medicine that's you you're in the hospital bed <laughs> and and then she goes hey have you heard anything back from Sirius about your podcast he's like well you know it turns out I didn't turn it in because you could actually make a significantly larger amount of money on Patreon than you can by signing away your rights to your shit to Sirius XM which no one fucking listens to. So they can play it at 4.30 in the morning as a live call-in show. <laughs> right. With a co-host they assigned you. Yeah. <laughs> this is Binky. He has a sound machine and he's in charge of your show now. <laughs> Alright, and then just then someone shows up to see Kara. It's her mom. Miles called her mom because Miles had her mom's phone number somehow probably from the hacker <laughs> i wanted her to crawl out of the hospital bed and like fall down an open elevator shed like, ah! <laughs> this keeps fucking happening yeah and oh and mom explains at this point she's like oh by the way i did come back when you were a kid i just didn't let you know about it so if you think about it it's even crueler than you thought <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. think about it you left me <laughs> it's the craziest explanation. Just like, I continued to abandon you because if I stopped abandoning you and then stopped stopping, I'd be <laughs> abandoning you twice at that point. And that was unacceptable to me as a mother. So, yeah. you know, know how, like, if you break up with someone, you should never get back together. It's like that with daughters, too. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just didn't want you to be and then, sad. And then Kara's like, what if you came back and didn't abandon me again? And she's like, fuck, fuck. That did oh, not occur to me. I abandon feel you. so stupid now. I guess uh, that also would have been an option. I feel like, Jeez. honestly, I feel like an atheist podcaster right now. Like I have just done nothing <laughs> with my life. <laughs> right. But mom wants to be part of her life now. So everything is all good. So, and then we, of course, we have to cut back to him podcasting, which is where you turn diagonal from your microphone and say random words. Um, so he's like, I'm the worst atheist podcaster that there is. And that's saying a lot. Noah would know. He's been interviewed on a few of those shows All that right. would be competing. Episode two. I'm not religious anymore, but I'm spiritual. I would say I'm spiritual. There's still an evil genius with control over all my devices, but... Yeah, That's right. Funny. No, yeah. I feel like at that point you become religious if you're moving the fucking <laughs> bar there. Yeah, uh-huh. That's episode two. Right. Well, and then- Hundred. And <laughs> right. And now, oh, also, we find out that Kara wrote a story about finding her mom, and it's the 
top story at the blog again. So she's killing it. And Rakesh and the girl are going to go on a date, which is literally the only two characters I cared about in the show. I was like, yay. <laughs> but really, like the only reason we cared about Rakesh is we felt sorry for the actor for being stereotyped, though, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she was also very pretty and I thought acted well. Well, no, no, I liked her, but Rakesh was not like the character, that character. Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Um, I feel like I feel like if I were Indian, that's the part that I would have gone in for. So I have a lot of sympathy. <laughs> like if you're the actor that played Rakesh, I get you, dude. Like I'll see you at some auditions and I'll be like, oh my gosh, wacky best friend. Wacky best friend. <laughs> so I'm afraid, so I won't. All right. And then we cut back to dad's church. Now, we didn't mention this at the time, but dad had a special service uh, at church this Sunday because it was the 25th anniversary of him being at this church. And, and he wanted Miles to come, but Miles wasn't going to come. But now Miles comes. See, it's all yeah. everything's working out great for everybody. All right. And then we, we're going to do the quick wrap up. It's going to be with with uh, Kara and Miles walking together through yet another one of New York's lovely parks that you really never walk through because it would never make there's sense. there's a homeless guy. Because none of you live her. in Manhattan. Bullshit. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, exactly. The blogger and the podcaster don't actually live in that. Yeah, right. How did you shoot this show in New York and get New York wrong? Like you had to clear what New York looks like out of these parks to shoot New York. <laughs> get that hot dog stand out of the way and all those bicycles murdering people. We're just going to have a nice walk by this peaceful lake and a swan. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, okay, and then I love this exchange. She go, He goes, I read your blog, and she's like, I listened to your podcast. And it's like, okay, you guys are both lying, but it's nice of you to lie to each other like that. So. I really wanted to see the realistic version of that. Like, oh, really? What part of the podcast did you like? Oh, you, oh, you guys oh, are characters. I, it's, it. it's hard to tell your voices apart. Really? <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to tell our voices apart. Yeah, I just, I can hear, I know Noah, but the, yeah. <laughs> How do we look compared to our voices, though? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, and, of course, Eric from Sirius heard his podcast. They heard the new episode where he's not an atheist anymore, and they sure do like the idea of having an atheist podcast by a guy who's religious. Yeah, yeah, Sirius. With Dennis Prager. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so, but but what is his podcast about now? It's what the, is the I'm Not about? Really Sure show? This show is about hunting down a guy who bothered him on Facebook? Yeah, because uh, Eli could do one of those. I mean, yeah. like serial about the diabolical cyber criminal that's still in his life that we're not addressing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, and then she's like, hey, you know, maybe I could continue to be the love interest going forward. I was on The Flash. It's on, it was on the CW, <laughs> but it was the best show on the CW. It was and good. Like, it was oh, good okay. for a second. We lost the thread a little bit into it. <laughs> we made the villain, the time traveler that killed his mom, and that time travel plot line, it just never works. You can't. Yeah. because It, it breaks the show. And then, okay. And See then you next he, episode, Michael. <laughs> And okay, but here's the thing. Or like at the end of at the end of this, I was just like, "Wow, that was really bad." But it's been so fucking long since I've watched network TV that you could just tell me it's all like that, and I couldn't argue. Is it all like that? A lot of it on CBS is like that. I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV, 
we all watch the same things. We all just watch Christian movies and then go write our <laughs> podcast in the brief moments that we're not eating. So that's, I couldn't tell you either. <laughs> so you're trying to include me on the when we're not eating thing? Because that that's true. That I doesn't make sense. Like we're not eating. Yeah, that's true. Be fair for me. Okay. Yeah. So that's, Drink that's them. it. <laughs> that's all I got. So if you ever thought to yourself, oh, I could never write a TV show, you were wrong. Believe in yourself. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of God Friend of Me, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to pump our serious XM presentation up here. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. The Devil's Advocate. Hooah! Oh, wait, wait. Yes. No, we're getting the Al Pacino Devil's Advocate with Keanu the, Reeves. D- the and, Al Pacino and Devil's naked Advocate. Charlie's Theron. We get and naked, naked Charlie's Theron. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, and so with, Honey Neal's. With nakedness to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 163 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful because we're not going to make it to SiriusXM, y'all. And you can also get early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us out a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist Citation Needed and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. There was a messy fight the next day when God saw that Miles' relationship status was, it's complicated. <laughs> Noah learned what it was like for his dad to watch cop shows. Brandon and Eli wrestled with their shirts off. <laughs> I'll let you win, Brandon. Choose me. I will not let you win. Choose, Choose me. me. Huh? I do a Melania. I'll do a Melania. I'm wrestling Eli right now. Text you back. (laughs) Oh, Brandon, you don't know how much that means. (laughs) True love. I so want to actually get the guys who wrote this on the Scathing Atheist so that just so that I can say, I'm so glad you guys agreed to do this before your show was canceled. I knew I know we have a very small window to work with here. It's I think the all... window's this week. So. <laughs> yeah, you, right. Did you get the text? You got quiet. You got the text while I was talking just now, didn't you? <laughs> oh. I heard your phone beep. You want to get it? Yes. It's you not God friending you, no. is Because that's not how that works at all. Have you used the Facebook? Jesus Christ. Okay. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.